Hello there. Do you by any chance take walk-ins? Ma'am, this is a morgue. Right. So do you? Sure. Come on in. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. I certainly hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And, uh, well, most of all, I hope it was safe. I hope it was a safe Thanksgiving. Uh, we did. My family did. It was just myself, uh, Miss Pingrino, uh, my parents, and my sister, and uh, one of her friends. And I know that sounds like a lot, but, you know, keep in mind, Miss Pingrino and I, we've had COVID already. So at the moment, we're immune to both spreading it and getting it. Uh, my parents are clean, are fine, they're clear, and uh, my sister and her friend were tested uh, before coming uh, up to the holiday. So everything should be fine, but uh, but yeah, so we had a nice holiday. It was quiet, the whole family wasn't in. It wasn't the same, I will, I'll say that. And I think anybody who had a safer, ha- ha- I almost said Halloween, a safer Thanksgiving uh, would agree with that. It definitely wasn't the same, but uh, it, we still got to have it. And people still got to be there, and that's all that mattered. I was, I got to be there. Miss Pingrino and I both got to be there after having COVID. Still, that is that is the most important thing that we managed to live through it and be there. Uh, but anyway, uh, Thanksgiving is over. We're now officially in the holiday season, uh, which means we do have a very special Christmas special. I use special too many times. It's a Christmas episode. You know what episode's coming up. It's our Christmasiest Christmas special ever. That's coming up in two weeks, and it will be live once again this year like it was last year. So we're, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but we've got some business to take care of before we get to the Christmasiest Christmas special ever, including this week's episode. I'm really excited about this week's episode because it's it's one that I get to do with a friend uh, and, a, and a co-worker. I, I rarely get to do this. Uh, that's why this week's episode is called Abby Shaw is Relatable. Abby herself is a podcaster. She started a podcast called Hashtag Relatable uh, a little while back where her and her co-host for the week pick songs from a specific artist and discuss them and and discuss why they're relatable to our lives. And so it's a really interesting podcast. I got to be on it back in October and I said, you have to come and do this show where... It's not as structured. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of structure. She even asked, "Is there anything I got to prepare for?" I'm like, "Nope. <laughs> there's nothing, nothing to prepare for. We're just, we're just doing whatever." But yeah, we're gonna be talking about some different things, and we'll just be hanging out. Now, even though this isn't exactly like an interview, it's just us talking. It'll still be dissected the same way we've done it in other episodes, where you'll hear a few minutes of it, then we'll take a break to play something else, and then we'll come back to it, and then something else, and back to it, so on and so forth. That way, you have to listen to the entire episode. That's right. I have my plans. It's just a nice laid-back episode. How, how rare are those on this show? So we're going to just sit back and enjoy ourselves. And so why don't you sit back now and enjoy this week's episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Well, this week's episode, as I mentioned at the top of the show, is special because we have a guest... We have guests on here every once in a while, but it, it, it's not going to be as late. Those episodes are not as laid back as this week's episode because this is just this is talking just general talking. This is like the first episode that's actually like a podcast. I don't actually podcast when I podcast. I do stupid crap for an hour or so. 
and so now or I or I interview somebody. So this is nice where we just have this kid back. Enjoy. I'm, I'm here with Abby Shaw. Say hi, Abby. Hi. How are you? I'm well. Now, as I as I mentioned, Abby hosts a show called Hashtag Relatable, where uh, we'll explain to the crowd because I was explaining it, but I, I don't do it justice. Well, I would describe it as it's a show about music, but I think I do like an interesting spin on it because. I don't with the motorcycle. There's a yeah. if you can hear that. It's like they're doing it on purpose. I, I think. think they are. But anyway, so it's about music, and I take like one artist per episode, and I kind of like break down their life story. And the whole goal of that is to kind of make them a relatable person, because at the end of the day, everybody's a human being. We're all the same. But I break down their story and kind of how they got to where they are. And then I usually have a guest on with me, and we each do five songs that we relate to, and then we just talk about our lives. Exactly. And so by uh, making the artist relatable, you in turn make ourselves relatable mm-hmm. to that person and to each other. And that's just, and that's why this show is called Abby Shaw's Relatable, because we're all relatable in, in some way, form, or fashion. You and I have great conversations Mm -hmm. we just talk Mm -hmm. about the weird things that pop into our heads uh i think well we were just talking about my uh my coronavirus uh in scare i guess you could call it incident i don't know incident Incident. it's a little more than a scare Todd. well i mean it was real that's for sure i can't uh, i can't doubt that but uh but yeah, we were just talking about it because you asked me how I was feeling, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't not know. Really sure. I'm not sure how I'm feeling. Uh, you know, because I just, I had it. It's gone. There's still some lingering things. Mm-hmm. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Yeah. Like I never really lost my sinus congestion. Isn't that really though how it is every day? You never really know how you feel. It depends on the day. It depends on the day. And you know what? On Monday, I felt like crap. Actually, I felt like crap yesterday. I don't know what Tuesday's about. We're recording this on Wednesday, by the way. And I have to stop and think what day it is. I literally have no idea. Well, because you, you just asked me a minute ago about a thing that we did here at the radio station. He's like, was that this year? <laughs> she couldn't remember if it was this year or not. It just feels like this has been the longest year, truly, but also like not long at all. It's like a weird part in time. You were so right because, you know, it, it, it feels longer because we haven't done much. But at the same time... That's exactly why it went by so fast. We just sat around and watched the months go by, yeah. and and here we are at the end of the year, Christmas time. Like, how was it, it December? How was it December? I was, I was just because we have decorations up at our apartment now. I'm like, how? I just feel like I just took these down the other day. But then again, that event you were talking about, which was back in February, it was this year. That feels like a million years yeah, ago. Like no way that was this calendar year. No. But somehow uh, it, it came out that way, and here we are. But yeah, it just everything seems like it's gone by so fast. And and then right at the tail end of the year, I thought I got away clean without getting the coronavirus. Here you are. And here you here I am. Do you have any coronavirus story? I'm sure you don't have it, but uh, does anybody you know have it? Um, I've known a couple people that have had it. My best friend's family has had a couple scares. Mm. There's not been any incidents. They've not had any incidents. Good, no incidents. But there were times where a couple... She is one of six kids, so there's a lot of people in her house. And there's been two instances where two of her brothers have been exposed to different people, and they've had to quarantine and whatnot, but neither of them have had it, so... So, she didn't... 
how does that even happen? How do you live with it and not get? Because I lived with it, mm -hmm. and then I got it. There was Neither no way. of them actually tested positive for it. Okay. So they did not have it, but the health department still wanted them to quarantine. Right. <clears throat> so they all have been using one bathroom <laughs> while one of them quarantines on the opposite side of the house. So that's fun. Oh my God. Okay. So so the quarantine person gets their own bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because apparently she said that there's like this study or something that like if you share the same bathroom with someone that has it, you're most likely going to get it. And also if you were to like touch the dishes that they used, you would get it. So but other than that, you'd probably be fine. <clears throat> how does, how does a disease live on inanimate objects? That doesn't make sense to me. I guess it's because like those two instances, there would be like spit. You know what I mean? Like okay. on the plate, that makes sense. Like they've eaten off of it. It's been in their mouth. In the bathroom, I guess, like. But nobody's touching you know, the bottom of the plank. Things, or like, you know, you're spitting when you brush your teeth. Like that, I can understand toothbrush, more. Brush, toothpaste. But like the, like the plate thing, like you could touch the bottom of it. I ain't licking the bottom of I the plate. I guess if you want to clean it. We just you put it in the dishwasher. Forget it. Like they should put it in the dishwasher. Yes. Like you put it in the dishwasher. And that's a great excuse to get somebody else to do the dishes, too. <laughs> I ha yeah, that's it. Let everybody else do their thing. That's how you stop. That's what you can say for the rest of the year. Stop the spread. I had it. I had it. But stop the spread. Make other people do their own dishes <laughs> if they have the coronavirus. Hey, um, that was fun. Uh, but yeah, it's just been weird. And I, my aunt now has it. I found out, <clears throat> which was funny because we on purpose didn't have a big gathering obviously because it was just me my parents and my sister and and we 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 did it and it was fine and so every everybody in my family had their own thanksgiving so like my my aunt had it with her family mm -hmm. which would be her husband so it was her husband it's you a, did a little hand well it, I, when i say it's just a little group <laughs> that little group expands so it's her husband her son and her, his wife their two kids and then her other son, who is married, but he just came in by himself. So it was still a pretty decent-sized group, I guess. Mm -hmm. Somehow she got it. She And she was the, she was the one. She, she did was, not want to meet. She was the smart person who said to everybody in the family, let's not. Because mm -hmm. she's the oldest of my mom and her sisters. So let's not do it. And everybody's like, okay, good idea. And she got it. How? <laughs> we don't right. know. Yeah. I haven't checked in on her. I probably should check in. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking. I wonder how she's doing. I found out about this like on Sunday, and I haven't thought about it. Um, there's a lot going on, uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's bizarre, and it just goes around. Now, you 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 go to UT, mm -hmm. uh, University of Tennessee. For those of you who don't understand, uh, not Texas. Uh, what's the atmosphere there? Because I know there's been a lot of issues there. Well, I actually have not been to campus since March. Oh, so you're doing completely online. Mm -hmm. All of my classes were online. I had a couple classes that were supposed to be hybrids where you would meet online one of the days and then you would go to class the other days. But all of my classes that were like that, the professor decided that we were not going to meet like that. We were just going to meet on Zoom. So you lucked out. Yeah. Because there's... <clears throat> 
By the way, I don't have coronavirus. I just ate some little phlegmy in case you're wondering why I'm clearing my throat. Burger uh, King will do that. Burger King, hey, sponsor a Smoking Hot Toddcast. This episode brought to you really? by... Really? Mm-hmm. He really wants an Arby's sponsorship, if we're going to be honest. Let's get real. Let's. I mean, it's Arby's is my favorite fast food <laughs> restaurant, but I went Little to, side story here. Yeah? Todd used to go to Arby's so much that the drive through workers would know him, and he had to stop going. That, that This is true, uh, and it happened. it's happened twice. <laughs> A few years ago when I was in college, I, yeah, I w- there was an Arby's right across the street from where I lived, and uh, I went there quite a bit in this little stint of, because I was just doing, cl- I was in class, yeah, I had classes and everything, I, I was just busy, I was like, yeah, Arby's, it's close, get it, and then there was that one monumental time where I went through and they were like, I was like, yeah, can I get a, oh, oh, you want the so-and-so, and I'm like, you know you go too much when I can recognize your voice from those words. Yeah, and I said, yeah, I do. And they were like, hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a few days. And I was like, okay, I'm not coming back here ever. <laughs> Hello, this is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And that was authentic. I promise. Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Oh, hi, Mr. Welles. What's new? Well, the financing just fell through for the third time on Don Quixote. I see. Haven't you been trying to make that film for, like, close to 70 years? Why the hell are you asking me? Well, uh, nothing. I just... So what can I do you for? What follows is a terrifying journey into the world of magic, mystery, probate, beneficiaries, and goblins. Say that again? Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated Paul Masson. One more time, I didn't get that. Ah, the French... The apocalypse is trying to kill me, and he will succeed if I'm not careful? Yes. He's been trying for the last few weeks, and he hasn't succeeded yet? But the next time he could? Yes. Uh, Look, Mr. Wells, I I agree that the apocalypse is a huge detriment to the show. I understand he's a huge weight that's been put on us, but I don't think he's trying to kill us. He just wants to take over our show and then eventually the world. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. Mr. Wells, look, I appreciate your concern, but I'm sure the apocalypse is just being dramatic. Maybe he said it in a moment of passion. Go down on you. No, not like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? You nasty ass. No, what I'm saying is you probably just misunderstood. He's not trying to kill me. He's probably just in a bad mood or something. He's always in a bad mood. So why should this be any different? I spent 20 times more for you people than any other commercial I've ever made. You are such pests. Ah, oh, fine, fine. If I go with you and entertain this little idea, would that make you happy? Yes. All right, fine. Let's go. But I don't think we're going to find anything. Country goodness and green penis. Especially not that. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually hot toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Have you ever gone back to that? Oh, I, I went back eventually, but I, I a big distance between mm-hmm. them. And then, yeah, just recently, in the last few months, I did it again. There, there's the one on Kingston Pike. I went to that one, and I started going so much that they recognized my order. <laughs> so I had to stop going for a few days. And you're like... 
Uh, yeah, like hi, because <laughs> because if I was th- what well, the 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 college one wasn't as embarrassing because I was a thin guy, mm-hmm. I was in good shape, I just ate there a lot. I was all, and like you have an excuse, you're in college. I'm in college. It's, a rough time. it's across the street. Yeah. It was perfect. Now I'm I'm a rather large human being uh, <laughs> who is just trying to live off of roast beef. roast beef or ham, whatever I get there. Fun fact. I get chicken tenders at Arby's. They got good chicken tenders there. They have good honey mustard. Oh, they do. They do. Potato cakes or a curly fry. I'm a curly fry. I'm a potato cake. Really? And I really think that defines you as a person. Okay. How so? There's a couple things that define you as a person. That is one. If you're Domino's or Papa John's, that also defines you as a person. I'm a Papa John's. Me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Like a Disney or Nickelodeon. A Nickelodeon. I'm a Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, those things really define you as a person I think right you can tell a lot about a person from those little things that one's harder though because when it came to television mm-hmm. i was nickelodeon when it came to movies at disney for sure i was kind of both disney but i mm-hmm. also watched some nickelodeon shows right like what well, uh, there was a cartoon i grew up with is still one of my all-time favorite shows rocco's modern life i still find it because it was extremely adult at the end mm-hmm. but it was on a kids network they don't do that anymore but back then back in the day they had you know more adult-oriented cartoons on during the day and so i loved it then and i love it now but and disney i never had that but when it comes to the movies i mean how can you be lion king aladdin of course i'm talking about the ones i grew up with the what they call the disney renaissance uh this is because disney was had fallen on hard times financially in the film department due to Mm -hmm. to, because they some of their uh animated films in the 80s were not successful and so all but then they did the little mermaid and in 89 and boom 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 it just started to implode i had a little mermaid they had the like the rescuer sequel and then they had the mice the mice yes called them mouse the mouse the mouses that the the movie with the mouses you got it uh beauty and the beast aladdin and so on and so forth i've never seen beauty and the beast all the way through because as a kid it scared me that's blasphemous you have to go back i've never seen it all Way. You have to go back. And I'm a big Disney lover. Mm-hmm. But well, have you seen the the uh, the uh, the live action? No, movie? I have not. Never seen that one. Well, I can't. I, I've never seen. I've that seen one. the musical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it any different from what you've seen in the film? Um, it was not scary. <laughs> As a teenager, early twenty-year-old. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it probably would not scare me now, but mm-hmm. just for some reason, mentally, I can't can't do the movie. Give it a shot now. I, I, there, okay. there was a day, there was a time when I couldn't watch an episode of my favorite episode of my favorite show because mm-hmm. they watch movies on the show and the movie scared me. And I was like, oh god, this movie's so creepy. It just gets <laughs> into my. It? Okay, so the show is called. If you've listened to, to the podcast before, it's called Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Well, I'm, I'm wearing a jacket with the logo yes. on it. Mystery. I'm, I can I'm, verify. I'm wearing. A, I'm actually wearing a shirt underneath it with He's that. Just rocking the fan. I'm rocking the fan gear today. Uh, Alongside of his hat that has a Santa that says ho, ho, ho. Folks, it's Christmas time. It's December the 2nd. We're getting merry and jolly around here. We are. It's it's Christmas time, people. November's over. It's time to get holiday. Step aside. Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming. Screw you, you turkey <laughs> ass. It's time for the fat guy. I'm ready for some fat guy. No, but so Mystery Science Theater, and they watch movies, and the movie they watched was, uh, it, they, they watch low-budget bad movies, and they make mm-hmm. fun of them, and the movie was called Manos, the Hands of Fate, and, 
it was very creepy. It's just it has a creepy tone. It sounds creepy. The way it was shot, and it's extremely low budget, so you can, you can, you can just see the grittiness of it, and it just it would it creeped mm -hmm. me out when I was little. Finally, when I was in the eighth grade, I forced myself to watch it. <laughs> it's now my all, one of my all time favorite really? episodes of the show. I love it. I know it's a weird example, but I love it, and it's and it's hilarious to watch actually. So. I'm glad I made myself do it. So you you have to do Beauty and the Beast. Okay. This is this is this is now your homework. My homework from this. Episode. Listen, you're gonna have a break. Yeah. In holiday. I really need one. You exactly. You need a break. So you are on break. Watch Beauty and the Beast. It's not a holiday flick, but it's you know it's still it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a Disney classic from the Renaissance period. Mm -hmm. So, so that's your homework. Do that. Now I'm curious about the Papa John's Dominoes. It what. What, what does that say about a person? Well, Domino's crust is way too garlicky. Yes. That's very unnecessary. Bingo. That's, that's why I don't get it. Part. It like, hurts my stomach. That's not the main part of the pizza. It's like the, you know, the crust is like the nice, like, finishing yes. part. And, like, the garlicky part is not, like, a nice finisher. Exactly. You know it's a little louder for the people in the back. Yeah, like, plus, you know the part on the Papa John's pizza when it's, like, your almost done with the actual part and you're going into the crust and that nice little little doughy section of mm -hmm. sauce with the dough with well, the yes that's yes the best part. and domino's just you don't get that. they don't know how to do it they don't know how to create that you're right so are we bougie then <laughs> Because we like our Papa John's. Papa John's is a little more expensive. It is like, more expensive. It is better. And I also like the pepper that they put in the box. I squeeze the pepper juice on top of my pizza. That's so interesting. So I think that's mm -hmm. the definition of bougie. Now, that is definition of bougie. Do I will like say. I like the garlic sauce? I like the garlic I sauce. Not. See, I do like the garlic sauce. So I just must just be out on the garlic. <laughs> All things garlic, I'm out. See, but you can control the garlic with the sauce. Yeah, you can like small dipping you can do small dipping small helpings it makes it a lot easier i've tried to lock it lots of times like i've tried yeah. to force myself like okay we're gonna lock it this time and every time i've tried it not a, no not a not a not a no-go mm -hmm. i just it's, it's again over the break <laughs> while you're watching beauty and the beast again. get a papa john's pizza eat it with the garlic sauce i'm telling you i'm telling you it's gonna be really good oh okay hold on we gotta take a break uh it's a pill break this pill break brought to you by Burger King. Uh, uh, all right. He just popped him right out of this fancy case, out of his front left pocket. Listen, I do really think hard about those directions. It's right. These, these are very difficult directions. No, so one of them is my vitamin D because I'm I I get I'm inherited that from my mother. I have low vitamin D, so I have to take a vitamin D pill. But I always take it after dinner. I've been popping vitamin D pills for quite a while. Really? Apparently, if you take vitamin D and zinc, mm -hmm. chances of getting corona are way less. Seriously. Well, I took vitamin D and I still got it. I'm so, nurse, so maybe it's zinc. Maybe it's more the zinc, yeah. yeah but I if you can, like if you combine the two, it creates a, a resilience, maybe. And the second one I took too. The second one is because I'm, <laughs> as soon as I got done with the coronavirus, my lower back started hurting, and I talked to my doctor and he says I think you either have or you had a kidney stone. Oh. And so, yeah, so I'm having to take this medicine that's supposed to be fleshing everything out. But you all asked to hear about that. So there you go. And I also got a bunch of text messages here. Let's see. Um, oh, it's from Miranda, who was also on the show. Mm -hmm. She just recorded her parts for the show. Thank you. I got them. I um, got them. They sound great. I haven't. Fun fact, I haven't listened to them. Yeah, I'm lying. 
So, Miranda, if you, you're hearing this, I will listen to them, but uh, sorry. Uh, and from and from Miss Pengrino, who's also on this show, she's going over some drinks and stuff from Sam's to be delivered. So will you let me know when you're headed home, and I'll send the order. Yes, I will. <laughs> that was fascinating for everybody, I'm sure, involved. They were just on the edge of their seat. Pill break and returning text messages. It's a big part of this show. With hot toddy. With hot toddy. That's right. That's right. That's why this show has been on for six years. You're just so famous. Everyone wants to know. Everybody wants to talk, even though it's people who's on the show, <laughs> it doesn't they matter. personally know you. They personally know me. Even though it's people on this show, I'm not going to let that deter my good mood from yeah. getting text messages, because I never get those. It's good <laughs> to know. You have to really appreciate the ones you do get. You it, know? When you get them, they make soak you happy. They have to soak it completely in. And and how often how often do, do I get a text message? Not often. <laughs> Hot toddy. Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to The Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. And I'm Ollie Baskets! That's right, Ollie. Biscuits, indeed. Well, as we come even closer to the new year, our illustrious president is still fighting the results of the 2020 election. But at the same time, has kind of given in to them, too. It's really weird. You ever have Red Bull? I like Red Bull. That's right, Ollie. Things are just topsy-turvy. We don't even know how to explain them right now. I think the only person that could explain this properly is the president himself. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is President Donald Trump. Hello, Mr. President. Hello, hot toddy. Or should I say, traitor. I'm sorry? That's right. Anybody who voted for Joe Biden is a traitor. Of course, I don't actually believe that you're a traitor. I'm sure you voted for me, but it was all fraudulent. It was all voter fraud. It was fraud. Everybody in America voted for me. I had 175% of the votes. And somehow, somehow, Biden still won the election. Now you tell me how that happened. Tell me how that works. Fraudulently, he cheated! He cheated! Actually, he didn't, Mr. President. They have done recounts in different states, in some states, more than one recount, and each time, Biden still wins. We're gonna change that. I promise you, we're gonna change that. Cause I won that election by a landslide. I won by a lot. A lot, lot, lot. Okay? Okay? So that's why I'm still not conceding, Hot Toddy and Ollie. I'm still not conceding. Because I won. But we are starting transition processes. But, but we're, we're letting Biden in on the security briefings and things like that. But I ain't conceding. I ain't giving up. Come on, damn it! Come on! And this is where the confusion comes from. That's right, Hot 
Tati. Though the president is still fighting and desperately trying to stay in this, hoping that he can get through to the nation and win the election, he's also, in a weird way, in his own way, I guess I should say, conceding? Maybe? Brexit? I, is, is, is that our argument? I don't know anymore. Me neither. Here's the drill, guys. I'll tell you just straight up. Here's the deal, okay? This election was fraud, okay? Biden cheated, and that's why he won. And I'm still fighting it, and I will fight it until the bitter end. Until the very end, I will fight this, and I will be inaugurated for my second term in January. i tell you what. What month was that? January. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it said that way. I'm sorry. That's all right. But just get ready for January. <laughs> okay. So January. Um, but that's right. So you're, you're still fighting. I'm fighting it to the bitter end. That's what I'm doing. I'm, tidy. I'm fighting it to the bitter end. But, but, but we, we are doing transition processes. And we are <clears throat> currently packing things in the White House to, to move out and things like that. But, but, but we're still fighting it. But, but I will probably be m moving out in and 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 John and what month was that? January. You got him to say it again. <laughs> so I I guess I'm just very confused. Holly and I both. So are you conceding or not conceding? I will never concede, hot daddy. I ain't concede nothing. We're just transitioning. So Joe Biden can. Take over and because he's gonna be <clears throat> next president. Uh, next question, guys. So you're, I'm confused. You should have that printed on T-shirt. No, you guys aren't going after me today. Sorry. So you're, you are transitioning over to a Joe Biden presidency station. No, we aren't. We are. I'm sorry. We are. We are. We are not. We are. I then. Okay, fine, fine, yeah, we're transitioning, all right? We're, we're letting Joe Biden in. We're letting him see everything and hear everything. We're trying to get everything put together, okay? But I ain't happy about it. I ain't trying to do this. I'm still fighting it, fellas. I'm still fighting it. Because I want my second term. I deserve my second term. I won that election. And I will be inaugurated. When is it you're going to be inaugurated again? I'm trying to worry. <laughs> I know, I know, he said it again. Um, but, okay, so so you, you're transitioning, but you don't want to. Right. You're not conceding, but you're still slightly conceding. He's right. What's hard to understand about it? A lot, actually. Look, if you're so confused, why don't you talk to my attorney, okay? He's here to cover everything, to, to make sure everybody understands everything. Of course, Rudy Giuliani. Go ahead and tell him all about it, Rudy. <laughs> Need I say more? A, a, a little, actually, would help. Yeah. What? Was that clear enough for you? What was that? Was that clear enough? No, it really wasn't. I don't know. Mr. President, um, what? Oh, good lord. Rudy, tell him all about it. Just tell him word by word, piece by piece. <laughs> Got 
Got it. Got it. Absolutely. Understood. 100%. Yes, sir. Uh, is that Rudy's native tongue? How'd you know? Just a guess. Well, look, here's the drill. Everybody in my administration is going to get a pardon. Why would they need a pardon, sir? You said they're not guilty of anything. Everyone's going to get a pardon, including me. You said you're not guilty of anything. We'll see you next week, fellas. Bye. Come on, Rudy. I'll get you a live rabbit to chew on. <laughs> That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. So what are your plans for the holiday season as we rear ever closer? Well, I'm still in school. Right. As you know. Mm-hmm. I have one semester left after this. Then you're out. I just mentally don't know if I can do that. So during the break, I'm really going to really soak up the break because they took away all of our breaks this semester. I just said breaks an unreasonable amount of times there. <laughs> but It's all good. You know, like... Mentally, that's a lot. Yeah. With no breaks. And I really feel that the Thanksgiving, because classes ended the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Right. And now, finals started officially today. And that, I think that was terrible. Literally no time to that. breathe. Yeah. Because now that I've had Thanksgiving, mentally I've checked out. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care it's about over. all that other stuff yeah. that you want me to do. Like, I don't care. Wrap it up. Give me the grade I already have. Like, I'm, I'm done. Right. Put a bow on it. <laughs> so... Over the break, I plan to watch a lot of movies, do a lot of nothing. Including Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, Beast my Papa John's. Um, and garlic I'm gonna, like, sauce. I'm read some books for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, not because I have to. Right. Um, what else? You know, watch TV shows. I'm more of a TV shows person than a movies person. What's some of your favorite shows? You know, like the classic high school drama rom-com type thing. Ah. Country Hill. Mm-hmm. The Friday Night Lights. Gossip Girl, Gilmore Girls, ooh, Grey's Anatomy. That's like a. Apparently that there's makes a. Makes you feel like you're a doctor. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of craziness going on. On. They uh, brought Derek back, and Derek's been dead for seven seasons. Right. So it was a. Is it just a dream, or is it? Well, a, they keep like teasing us with the clips of Derek because Meredith, as you know, they're all surgeons. Right. And Meredith Grey is the main character, mm-hmm. and she coronavirus right so they've made corona part of the storyline which i appreciate i have yeah. to admit because it's from like a doctor's standpoint mm-hmm. right and she was working in like the covid icu per se let's say that's not what it's called but whatever for it is. Lack right of the term. right and she got it and it's like pretty bad and she like fell over in the parking lot and she essentially like died and anytime anyone dies in Grey's anatomy there's usually like a time where it's like they're not dead but they're dead sort of thing and if they're seeing dead people that's where they're in that phase of like they're not dead they're in limbo yeah. is what they're and yeah mm-hmm. Derek came during this time but they keep like she'll almost get to him and then she'll like come back uh, and it's like stop doing that right like either make her die or let's go back to real life because I can't keep doing this like weird Derek situation well, the show is called Grey's Anatomy, so if she dies... The show's over. Yeah. I don't, I've not heard an announcement that this is... Is this the final season? Ellen Pompeo, who plays Meredith Grey, said that this could be the last season. 
And why kill her off? Why not give her a, a happy ending? There's no way that if they do, they'll kill her the very last episode. Well, yeah. But I've always kind of thought that they would, if you watch Grey's, um, Alzheimer's. Right. That's been like a constant theme throughout the show because her mom had it and her mom was also like a world class surgeon and I always kind of thought that they would wrap it up with Meredith would get Alzheimer's and then they would make it out where the whole show was fake. Right. The yeah. whole show was a dream and that yes. just happened. They did that once in the 80s. There was a show called St. Elsewhere, I think it was. And, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it's, it was like a Grey's Anatomy. It had, the, it had a lot of big stars on it. Denzel Washington was a star on that. It was weird. It was weird. But, you know, they did their whole thing. And then the final episode, at the end, you find out that it was, it was, the whole thing was made up inside the mind of an autistic child. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't know the child. It was just an all, it was all completely made up in his autistic child. I something like this because yeah. there's no way that you could figure that out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people call it one of the worst endings to a show ever because it's like, well, wait, so this was not real? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like it was they didn't know what else to do. They didn't know what else and to do. they were just yeah. like, oh. Right. Here's how we'll do it. Exactly. There, there aren't many great series finales out there, and and that's what I don't. That's what I don't like. Yeah, they made it. They made it sad because it's like, oh, these people never existed. These people that I've grown to love for so many seasons, no longer here. So yeah, especially with Grey's Anatomy, because Saint Elsewhere was on for a number of years, but not like Grey's Anatomy. It's been on on air, I think, since two thousand five. Five. I was. Excuse me, that was very country of me. That was, we're on season 17. We are, yeah. So at this point, it's honestly like, please wrap it up. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's not it's, as good. It's lost its fuse, yeah. Like, I will watch until the end of time. Sure. But, like, it's not as good. No, yeah, I was a junior in high school when this show started. I'm 31. I was in, like, the first grade. Oh, my God, because you're so young and little. Me and Todd have a 10-year age difference. That's right. You're even younger than my sister. My sister's nine years younger than me. Isn't her... When's her birthday? Isn't it like the 27th? January 27th. Mine's yeah. the 28th. Yeah. So we're a year and a day apart. It's even creepier. <laughs> it's even weirder. She's she's right there with her, just a year apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it, it's, I find it pretty cool, actually. But yeah, so we're exactly 10 years apart, and you're exactly one year uh, older than... Or younger than my sister. And... Uh, and yet we, we, we are, that's the whole point of this episode. We are relatable. We, yeah. we relate to each other in so many different ways. Even though we're essentially two different generations. Two completely different generations. I'm millennial, you're zennial. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, a compl- it's two completely different worlds that somehow connect. I think it's because we have very similar, like, senses of humor. Mm-hmm. And, like, anything I ever say, Todd thinks I'm the funniest person ever. Because she like, is. <laughs> you know, that's always nice to have a person yeah. who, like, you say something like a little funny and he's like over there dying. Right. That's always nice. She's got the ability to say funny things and the ability to say things that may not be funny, but she ma- she can make them funny. But I'm pretty sure like one of our very first encounters, I started telling him about all the times I peed my pants. Yeah. <laughs> so like that probably helped. You know? That helped a great deal. That broke the ice in a huge way. <laughs> Because if if you're a frequent listener to the Smoking Hot Podcast, we'll laugh about feces all the time on this show. Either it's front door or back door. We don't <laughs> care. We go all out for it on this show. So you you say you had no breaks this no, semester? They took all of them away because they thought that students would not leave if they took away the breaks. But I think that's dumb. I think that's if dumb. If people want to leave, they're going to leave regardless of whether you let them or not. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't even have a fall break. Nope, I took it away. So you just went... Straight through. And they already took away spring break for next year. So when we start January 20th, we do not get a break. That's unreal. Yeah. 
folks, I've, I've decided that coronavirus has, has put most people, not you, or me, not you and me, but most people into two different camps. Mm-hmm. And it's the one camp is the denial, denies that it's real or accepts that it's real, but believes it's not a big deal. And the people who thinks it's who you know believe it so much and are so scared of it that they just they, hunker down. They overreact. Yeah, exactly. And they and both of them become conspiracy theorists. You have the you have the denying conspiracy theories, and then you have the overreacting conspiracy theories. Because like I, not to call you out on this show because they're on this show too, but a couple of my co-hosts on this show. Are you are, are uh, okay? I lost my train of thought. There are also my co-hosts on Smells Like '90s Rock. Well, it's Sheila and DJ Pork. For the, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who, who know, Abby doesn't know. Um, but they they believe in it. They are they're very aware of it and they're very careful. But they are like hunker downers and they're and I keep ta- and I keep telling them the same thing I tell you. Like, well, I'm still slightly congested from it, you know. And my taste and smell as well. You still have it. You you can't go anywhere. You you still have it. I'm like, no, it's it's gone. It's just what what were symptoms when I had it are now side effects from having it. No, no, you still have it. You still. And that's why I can't stand. Then you go to people who are like, eh, it ain't no big deal. I go to the, I go to a gas station, grocery store without a mask. They can't tell me nothing. And it's just, it's why I'm just done with this disease. I was, I was kind of hoping that when a massive pandemic of a disease that could possibly kill you uh, wafted its way over to the United States, maybe people would unite. But That was quite the opposite. A huge divide mm-hmm. in between people. A huge divide. Mm-hmm. And, le- and that's where we are. It's just a weird time mm-hmm. in the world. I just feel like this has, you know, this has essentially consumed our entire year at this point. Yeah. And, like, it probably will into next year. Because, like, my hopes for next year as well as everyone else's at this point are probably, like, December 31st at 11.59. Like, January 1st, 12, it's going to just be a whole new thing. Right. And that's most likely not the case. Like, this is not going to no. go away and- you're listening to the Smoking Light Podcast. Woods Living might be moving into my apartment complex. Wait, no! No! Where? In the parking lot? Uh, I don't know. Well, he filled out an application. But I specifically... There's actually an open <laughs> unit next to mine. So, I mean, I called the office. I was like, okay, there's a guy. He's filling, he's filling out an application. This is his name. Do not move him back in next to me. We oh! Do not move him in here. Yes! I didn't give him any reasons why other than we don't get along. Yes! But they said okay. Pork! Pork! And Woods Living are gonna be neighbors! He, we can be neighbors, that's fine. But we cannot be roommates. Oh that's my god. That's what I'm really afraid god. of. Or, 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 I mean, so what did they say? Like, okay, we won't move him in? They said, yeah, that's fine. We won't move him in. We, you know, we understand if you don't get along with him, that's fine. We'll, we'll see if we can find another unit. But I mean, he's, like, he is drunk 18 hours out of the day. Like, I feel Wait, like. He doesn't drink on the job anymore, which is good news. That's, that's really good news. Well, he was he was drunk the day that he told me he was gonna move into the complex. So, <laughs> so I mean, 
I'm pretty sure he went back on that promise on that little New Year's resolution. Oh, well, that's a shame. That he made in October. <laughs> hey, it's never too late to make resolutions, bruh. Bruh. And then go back on them within okay. 10 days. It's never too late to do that either. Look, we, we, we live different lives, you know? But that's amazing. Oh, my God. You guys are going to have like a sitcom. You, you guys, will be, he's going to be Kramer coming into your house like Seinfeld. Hey, poor, got, got anything to eat? Because <laughs> he's living in the woods still. I don't know. Could you imagine? Wait, sure. wait, wait. Could, could you imagine if he moved in with you and he brought in all those bikes? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You know, he has a nice bike right now. He actually has he has one nice bike. It's actually it doesn't it doesn't look like it was fished off the bottom of a lake. No. So it's, it's pretty nice actually. Well, that's good. Like he traded all nine of his bikes for that one good bike. Probably so. that's probably what happened. But oh god, oh no, Woods living now. Now are you are you giving the option to any of your other coworkers? To move in with you as well? Who, 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 who would you choose to move in with you if you had to? If you were forced down, uh, pardon me, and said, DJ Pork, one of one of your coworkers has to move in with you in your unit. That didn't sound right, but he wants to move into your apartment. Which one? Uh, Billy Bob? No. Yikes. Well, it doesn't he's matter. Doesn't matter. Yikes. No, he drinks too much. Uh-huh. Meatball? Maybe. All right. All right. Uh, elbows? Lump lump? Uh, yeah, maybe. He's nice. Okay. He's All right. Himself. We're getting somewhere here. Crazy girl? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the one that was drunk and came on to me and, and, and posted, uh, the the quote unquote Halloween costume. Her as Aunt herself. Her as Aunt Jemima when she was a kid. Yes, I'm talking about Crazy Girl. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Funny story about that. Um, after she she posted, you know, the Aunt Jemima costume. Yes. Uh, apparently, she had posted it like a year ago before she friended me on Facebook. So it popped up in her memories after that. So she posted it again. And I'm just like we. <laughs> We got the message. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have to. <laughs> there was no need to post this seven days after you posted it. Yeah, you didn't have to post it again. We got it. You went in blackface as a kid, which most likely means that your parents were racist, but the fact that you keep sharing this pretty much spells out that you are too. Yeah. I'll I'll look her up on Parlor. I'm sure she probably is on there somewhere. All my friends. I'm going to go Parlor. Look me up on Parlor. I've seen one MeWee. That's like the conservative Facebook. You said MeWee? (laughs) MeWee? MeWee. I know. It sounds like you said WeeWee. It's WeeWee? M-E-W-E. Me. We. That's even worse. Why would they call it that? Me, we. I don't know. This <laughs> is my brother. Your brother's on me, we. I'm going to me, we. They put holla.
Oh God! I'm going to be we holla. <laughs> I do appreciate on his stupid post every now and again somebody will just blatantly call it out to his face that he's a moron. Yeah. Right he's a complete. Like somebody, somebody put in the comment section like, "Oh, you're." It's like who? It's like uh, who's on me? We holla. It's like like all the powders. All the crybabies from the 2020 election. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, I thought Parler was the conservative Facebook. What's MeWe? MeWe's the conservative Facebook. Parler is the conservative Twitter. Oh, okay. God, such stupid names for stupid sites. Would you like to be on? Yeah. Would you like to be on Facebook? No, I'm going MeWe. <laughs> America. <laughs> A real God fear in America. I was all up on Facebook. <laughs> I was a real man on Facebook on me week. Uh, I love on Facebook. It's called me week. <laughs> I had that exact. I felt sad when I, I had to look it up because I had no idea what it was. Yeah. I, but I got depressed. <laughs> for some, like, oh, no. Because it tracks in a lot of conspiracy theories, too. I'm sure it's it like does. Partly, and I just got depressed. <laughs> but, then, but then I was lying down asleep and I had the exact same reaction you're having. <laughs> My brother's stupid. Smoking hot podcast. That would be lovely. Yeah. If we could just, like, forget this ever happened and, like, move on just with our life. throw it away. Yeah. It's but, all... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's fine. That's not going to happen. You see, here's what's going to happen uh, is we're going to be in this for a while still. Uh, when we get into, I would say, the spring into the summer, I think things will start mm-hmm. to ease its way back to normalcy. Because, yeah, these the vaccines are coming. It's just, you know, still a lot of testing. Slow rolling. Slow rolling. Roll slowly. But I'm a big concert lover. Same. And I have not been able to go to a concert since February. So, like, my soul is dying a little bit on the inside. <laughs> yeah. And I will never get over... 2020 taking the opportunity for me to see Niall Horan in person. See, yeah. I, I knew you were excited about that. It's just, like, so upsetting. Yeah. Like, every time I hear his music, I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to be in the same room with him. <laughs> You're supposed to breathe the same oxygen, like but now you can't. Hours. Yeah, for three yeah. hours, right. Like, I thought he was going to fall in love with me from the nosebleeds. Exactly. You know that And it was going to happen. But like, you know what stopped it? I picked it? out my outfit and everything. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, uh, and what's really devastating is that the tour was called the Heartbreak Weather Tour. Right. And, you know, obviously the album art for this had a lot of, you know, like lightning bolts and different types types of weather right so i bought this shirt that had a black like acid washed lightning bolt on it and mm-hmm. i was like wow this is gonna be great <laughs> this is it he is literally going to fall in love with me right and you know i didn't get the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. so very upset at 2020 for that yeah see because niall was gonna fall in love with you that was gonna happen <laughs> but coronavirus stopped yeah. it from happening like how rude. it was that was really just 
evil of coronavirus. How dare you? Really coronavirus. So I, I'm so I'm so incensed because yeah, there was there are a lot of people were going to have big concerts to mm-hmm. go to this year. There was going to be big concerts here in Knoxville. Foo Fighters were going to be here. Elton John was going to be yeah, here. Yeah, Elton John was going to be here. And I was now, excited. They were scheduled it for 2022. Right. He was supposed to be retired by then. Like, and he's old. He is old. No, there's no guarantee he's going to yeah. be around for like, it. How tragic would that be? And the tickets for that were like five hundred dollars for like the very I, top row. I know, and they went fast too. Mm-hmm. It sold out in like one day. Yeah. So, hold on to your ticket stubs. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be alive when it's when when this rolls around. Twenty twenty two though. How do you how do you make for that? That's so far away. Mm hmm. Of course, if it was anything like this year, maybe it's not so far away. Or maybe it's really, really far. You know, or like a mix of both. It's sort of like uh, it's sort of like the zinc and the vitamin D. It's a mixture of both. That's how it works. That's how life works. Well, all right. So we've kind of come to the end here. But something I like to do with everybody who's on my show is I like to read from the infamous questionnaire. Uh, that James Lipton used on uh, Inside the Actor Studios. And it's just random questions from this philosopher type whatever guy. I don't know. Uh, but I have five questions okay. that I think uh, would work for you. It works for everybody and I think would work for you as well. What is your favorite word? Mm, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get put on the spot like that. The only word that's popping to my mind right now is prosperous, and I'm not really sure why. <laughs> well, it's but a positive word. Prosperous. It's a pro. It's a that positive. Could, that could cover a lot of areas. Prosperous, obviously, in like money. That yeah. Would be nice. Yes. Yes. That would be very nice. Or just in like a your life is going to be prosperous. Prosperous like things. You can see my hand motions right now. It's like a, you know, just kind of wide open. That's the thing. So that's what it is. Prosperous. Well, what's your least favorite word? Then? Least favorite word. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Roll Tide. Right. Oh, it's two words, but it's you're not an Alabama fan. All right, I'll take that. I love it. Well, what about a noise that you love? What noise do you love? Mm. Man, these are hard. Mm-hmm. Like the noise that I love, <laughs> like the at a concert that like. When people are so excited. The, the roaring, the roar, the roar, the roar of a crowd. I like mm-hmm. that. We don't have that yeah. right now. It's, we miss that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the roar of a crowd. What's your least favorite noise? What's a noise you hate? When people sing the wrong words to a song <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> if it's on purpose, it's a different thing. Yeah. If they're like, they just don't know the words. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah. And they're try- still trying to sing along to it. Like, I will correct you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will I'm happen. That person. Or I will just stop you and say, even if I know the word, I'll just stop the person and be like, no. That's you don't, not it. You don't get to participate in this because you don't understand. You don't know what it is. Like, take a seat. I'm try with you. Try the next one. Exactly. Let's just wait till the next track and we'll see. Now, you're still in college, so you don't have a profession yet, per se. Of course, you do work here at the radio station. But uh, let's say you didn't have this profession, and the profession that you're following in college, uh, it, 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 okay, that's, that's what you have. But if you had any other choice in professions, what would it be? 
it can't be in anything what we're doing. Nothing what we're doing in radio and nothing. What are you studying in college? Journalism and music business. Okay, so, so, it, can't be so it can't be journalism, can't be, and it cannot be, yeah, working in the music industry. Hmm. If I could not do either of those things, maybe I would love to be one of those like Etsy shop owners who just yes. like, designs crafts. Mm-hmm. Like I could see myself doing that. I have an account on Etsy mm-hmm. and I just love going on there because you don't know what you'll find. Mm-hmm. There's, I, I know people who... There's literally everything. Literally everything. Who design things. Like, they design mystery science mm-hmm. theater stuff, and it looks like stuff you would find on an online store. Yeah. Like, a real online store. They made it themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like... And it's cheaper. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. I like to hand letter and stuff. Like yes. I've done a lot of that for, like, here when we had our Christmas party mm-hmm. last year. I did, like, the decorations on the table. Like, right. I just like to do that stuff. So, like, if you could make money for that, that'd be great. Absolutely. And you never... And again, like, you know, you, you never know what you could find. There's stuff on there that is like real, like, you know, legit stuff that they didn't make, but they just have, they just happen to have that stuff there. Like I became across a hat from one of my favorite movies, uh, and, but they never did any merchandising for it. It was a hat from the movie production. Oh. It was a hat from the, it was just a ball cap from the movie production itself. And it was in perfect condition it's because. It's like a more legit eBay. It is. Situation. Yeah. And it was in perfect condition because they never wore it. It was just in a case of other because I, I collect production movie and TV did you get production. It? I did. How much was it? Eighteen bucks. That's not bad could, at all. Could you imagine for something that is like few and far between? Only the people that worked on the movie got it, so yeah. only a few were out it's there. It's really like one in yeah. a million. Yeah. I I like to think he just didn't know what he had, but yeah, um, he was like, "What's this?" Right. What's this? I don't know. Eighteen dollars. I got That's it. A steal. It was a steal. So you never know what you can find on Etsy. Uh, Etsy, sponsor this show, <laughs> and I will start working for you, and Abby will too. <laughs> well, thank you, Abby, for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. Uh, tell everybody where they can find hashtag relatable. Um, on Instagram, it is hashtag spelt out with two G, so it's like hashtag two G's double G there. Double G. Underscore relatable, and relatable is spelled R E L A T A B L E. Because it took me a long time to figure out how to spell relatable, <laughs> even though it's my show. Exactly, it's hard. To, it's hard to you know exactly. It's kind of one of those weird words where you think it would be spelled different, but mm-hmm. it's not. So this is why I chose words that I knew how to spell automatically, mm-hmm. and and my podcast, Smoking Hot Podcast. Very easy. You can't spell Todd at this point in your life. Well, you know, I've it's the it's 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 the D situation for me. There's the double D's. <laughs> 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 Had to throw a boob joke. Always, I'm a big boob joker. Because <laughs> I am a boob. There it is. That was there what you it, go. it came back around. Well, that reminds me of Drake and Josh. I love Drake and Josh. You big boob. You know what I'm talking about. You big boob. Mm-hmm. I do know what you're talking about. I miss Drake and Josh. Me too. It was a good show. Nickelodeon, though. See, yeah, it's not see, on Disney. Nickelodeon and, excuse me, Nickelodeon, that and Zoe 101 were my things. Didn't like Zoe 101. You but were a little old for Zoe 101. I was, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I was old, but I enjoyed iCarly. And that was on when I was in college. I liked iCarly. I cannot talk it's, right now. It's good all thing good thing we're wrapping up. I liked iCarly, but it wasn't my favorite. Wasn't your jam? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it because I liked her on Drake and Josh. And then the, lo and behold, she put on a good show too. Mm-hmm. So I, it was all good for me. This is why we're relatable. 
This is why we're relatable. This is why we're relatable. Okay, uh, did I put anything in there? I don't think so. He's about done with it too. We've talked so long. We're just exactly. We don't, words we don't know. It's over. Yeah, our brains are fried. Well, anyway, Abby, thank you for joining me thank you so much. this week. We've been talking to Abby Shaw, host of Hashtag Relatable. Go check it out on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Which Spotify? I've been trying to get this show on Spotify. I don't even know how to do it. But you're you're on. So we we're, we compete then on Apple Podcasts. And what was the other one? Huh? You said uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and what was the other one? SoundCloud. And we compete on SoundCloud too. So. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Fight me." Yeah, fight me. Come at me, bro. All right, Abby Shaw, everybody, on the Smoking Hot Podcast. Ollie Smoking Hot Podcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Show podcast station. Okay. All right, Ollie. This time, just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie. This time, just say this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie. Just say the words the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside. I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd. Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Ah, foiled again! Damn him! Damn that man! Coronavirus didn't kill him, and I couldn't get him to eat one simple piece of fucking turkey. Holy Jesus Christ on a bicycle! But I will have his head yet. I will have my vengeance against him. I will have a Big Mac with fries, but with a Diet Coke because I got to watch my sugar intake. But first, I will destroy Hot Toddy once and for all. I see now what you were trying to tell me. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Mr. Wells. A rich, full-bodied wine sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. Now, for a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. I ain't in, but now that I know the truth, I must find a way to stop him. Maybe we can convince him that not only has he lost power, but our respect as well. Then we could just simply push him out. One thing's for sure, the apocalypse will not destroy me. He will be the one destroyed. Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Learned a lot in this episode, we did. Yes, yes, indeed. So, uh, there you have it. That's this week's episode. Like I said, I've learned some new things, and uh, we'll progress on into next week's episode, where maybe we can make some changes. What? Oh, nothing, Apocalypse. Nothing. Anyway, also, big thanks to Abby Shaw for joining me on this week's episode. We have a lot of fun together. As you heard, you just heard us talk for damn near, what was it, 40 minutes? We just talked about whatever, because we are both relatable. Hence, why she is relatable. And I enjoy our conversations together. Make sure you go check out Hashtag Relatable on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can find it there. And you can also follow the show on Instagram. Until next week... 
all hail the great apocalypse, for as it brings its imminent doomsday to our planet, we rejoice and say thank you to our great savior. And like I said, maybe we won't have to in the near future. What? Nothing! And now we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, I know that the uh, the WAP craze is pretty much over. That came and gone. But uh, I just came across this version of the song the other day, and I had to share it with you. I don't know why, when it comes to hip-hop songs, people think it's the right idea to remix it with the Phantom of the Opera. But they did. And once again, it's fantastic. So here is a mashup remix of WAP and the Phantom of the Opera. So, until next week, this is Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, and the Phantom of the Opera saying... I don't cook, I don't clean, but let I, me tell you, I got I, this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me, I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be, I'll run down on the bar, I have a nigga running me, talk your shit, bite your dip, ask for a call while you ride that dick, while you really ain't never got a fucking for a thing, you already made his mind, boy, can't Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke, not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it, hope it lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. But he ain't one, just like his credit. He got a beard, and I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste my he diabetic. I don't want to spit, I want to go, I want to I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My head can be fired, and I need the sun. He's going and trying. He's coming outside, yeah. Running that thing as a cousin behind me. I still his mic, and I heat trying to sign me. Your Honor, I'm a freak, bitch. Handcuffs, leashes. Switch my wig, make him feel like he's cheating. Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats it. If he ate my ass, he's a bottle feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you bust before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he can't bang. You can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. Fuck me and ask who's is it when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. Now from the top, make it drop, that's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket and a mop, that's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking rock, 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 that's some wet ass pussy. Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet ass pussy. I'm certified free, seven days a week. Wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you fuck me with some wet ass pussy. Up, nigga, catch a charge, extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face, Swap your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a giggle, what is inside? Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. Pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up, like I'm surprised. That's no play, I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it clean, make me scream. I don't put it, make the scene. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. <laughs>